0: Hi, welcome to The Gay Love Coach Show, and I'm so happy that you could join us. I'm Dr. Brian Ripsinski, your host, and I'm a psychotherapist and LGBT dating and relationship coach. My website is thegaylovecoach.com, and I'm very happy to be here with you. You know, historically, there really hasn't been much available in terms of information and resources about gay, lesbian, bisexual, and transgender issues, and I'm really pumped to be able to offer a forum for us to share our thoughts and collective wisdom that affirms our relationships. Each episode will offer helpful tips and strategies on dating, relationships, and sex that speaks directly to our LGBT community, and you won't hear anything else out there like this. We'll have conversations with industry experts and members like you and me, advice letter responses, and even a call-in segment at some point, all designed to promote more successful dating lives, fulfilling relationships with partners, and sexual enrichment. There will be something here for everyone. In today's show, I'm going to be talking with Ronnie Dunnair, a sports psychologist, about something that's been all over the news this past week, which is the coming out of professional NBA player Jason Collins. This is a really big deal for the gay community to have another respected public figure come out of the shadows and declare his homosexuality to the masses as he takes a stand to be authentic and to speak his truth. Much can be gleaned from this inspirational story. Our conversation will focus on the implications that Jason's decision to come out could possibly have for him and the sports community, and then afterwards, we'll be speaking about how the themes of his story could be applicable and empowering to your own life. So let's listen in. We are on the air with Ronnie Dunayer, and she's been involved in professional sports for decades, first in tennis and as a competitor and now in golf and an instructor. She's currently the director of golf at Boca Greens Country Club, where she works with a diverse population of students, and she also manages a sports psychology practice in South Florida, and she also manages fundraising events there as well. Her website is ronnydunayer.com. And welcome, Ronnie. Well, thank you, Brian. It's a pleasure. I really appreciate being invited. Thanks so much for being on here with us. Well, the uh, sports world got a huge uh Rocking announcement this past week when uh, NBA player Jason Collins came out of the closet and announced that he was gay. And I really, I think this is probably the first gay male athlete to have come out. I believe.
1: Well, certainly on this level,
0: absolutely yeah. he was. Yes. And it's it's really big, big news. I, I think you know places like the military and professional sports have been one area where. Um, You know, there's been a lot of homophobia, and that's just one of those areas where you just, you know, you don't come out there. And so this is a really big, I think, inspirational story that I think is just really important for us to talk about today. And I just wanted to, first of all, just get a little bit of your take on the impact that Jason's coming out has on the sports world right now.
1: Well, I think it's marvelous in a great many ways. I think, first of all, just in terms of the sport industry, the world itself, it really sends a message about how this part of our social life has evolved. I mean, it's becoming much more diverse, much more accepting, much more inclusive, and I think it's going to be absolutely phenomenal for the image of sports as well as everything it's going to do for young athletes wanting to enter this world. I think it's it's just an extraordinarily um, open-ended, wonderful move
0: on a great many levels. Absolutely. And I just noticed, too, that a Sports Illustrated came out with uh, a magazine this week with Jason as the cover story on it. And hmm. I, I gave it a, it a read before our interview, and it's very, very well written. And I, I wanted to kind of quote a couple of statements that Jason made in the article that I think are really powerful. Um some of the things that he said were that the reasons why he, what prompted him to come out were he'd always wanted to attend the uh, gay pride parade.
1: <laughs> and he <laughs>
0: never felt like he could as, a, as an athlete. And uh-huh. I guess he's been playing uh-huh. in the sport for about 12 years and he never felt comfortable, you know, declaring who he was in particular. And then the bombings in the Boston Marathon just recently also kind of, you know, clicked something in him that helped him to realize that, you know, in life, we everything can change in an instant. And that's so right. it's important for me to be truthful for who I am. So in there, he quoted that he really wanted to be more genuine, more authentic, more truthful with who he is. And he no longer really wanted to have a censor button, is what he said, mm-hmm. you know, whenever he interacted with, with anybody. And I think that's a really powerful thing. I I remember when I was closeted, it just is so torturous and painful, feeling like you have to live a double life and you have to monitor and screen and edit every single thing that you say, and it's very difficult to do.
1: Well, when you think about the amount of energy, I mean, it's enormous, the energy that it would take to manage that kind of a secret. I mean, it's this is a man who makes his life on being out of being a strong physical athlete. You also have to be a strong mental athlete to be this successful in this sport. And the amount of energy and the drain because you're always on guard, so it drains you physically, emotionally, spiritually. I think it's amazing that he could walk upright and be as accomplished as he is, <laughs> given everything he was trying Absolutely. to hide. And I just, I'm, I'm very just so moved it. I can't wait for young folks who are coming out or young folks who are being bullied to get you know on the bandwagon and see what this man has done for them. I think it's. I hope he becomes a mentor, not just a role model but an absolute men- an absolute mentor to some of these young young people. I think it's m- m- marvelous.
0: Very much so. And he also said in, in the magazine that, quote, I want to do the right thing and not hide anymore. I want mm-hmm. to march in that parade for tolerance, for acceptance and understanding, and I want to take a stand and say, me too. And I think that's, mm-hmm. that's very cool. It is a very brave thing that he did. But I think, you know, on top of that, on top of it being brave, it's just something i think many gay people when they're on the cusp of, of coming out they just they can't take it anymore it's just too much like you said so much energy devoted to hiding and keeping a secret that the act of coming out is really like an act of self love it's very empowering and it allows I mean you that. to you know just be uninhibited and free in all of your interactions and i found that to be true in my own coming out process is that i was very inhibited and shy and i didn't really take many risks when i was in the closet but Mm -hmm. once I was able to come out, I just felt so much more free to be who I was and I didn't feel as restricted in the things that I did. And I really really think that that's going to be a powerful thing for Jason moving forward with this too.
1: Well, you know, there's a whole other piece of that and I relate it very uh, personally to my coming out story. I came out when I was 25 and what propelled me to come out is something that happened to another professional tennis player who I was very, very close with who had an unfortunate incident, an innocent incident, in a locker room. And what happened is the whole incident became totally distorted by somebody saying, well, you know her, she's gay, and no wonder that happened. She's a lesbian, no wonder in the locker room. And when this woman came and talked to me and the pain she went through, went through my mind is I will never give anybody that much power. No one will ever, ever be able to do anything like that to me if I'm out. Then they don't have any power over me to bring me out. And, and that was what propelled me forward. I mean, think about the amount of people who hurt themselves, who are suicidal, mm-hmm. who can't pre- perform because of, of, of this level of shame that they feel. It's just, it's just mind-blowing that it still exists.
0: And I think that's part of coming out, too, is that when you're in the closet, you devote so much time and energy focused on the fear of what other people are going to think and what they're mm-hmm. going to say about you. But then, you know, once you choose to make that decision to come out, you no longer really focus so much on the other people. It's more, you know, I need to do this for me. That's and right. I think that really speaks to what you were saying there. And and speaking well, about think... locker room psychology, so to speak, <laughs> how do you think that this is going to impact Jason's um, career, and, you know, for example, being in the locker room after he's come out now, I mean, he's received a lot of support from his own team members. But what are your thoughts on that?
1: Well, you know, it, it, it's uh, it's interesting. Not only as an aside, didn't his team members uh, express support, but the NBA commissioner mm-hmm. stated that he was proud of the leadership role that he's taking. And I think that that message sends a very, very clear message to team members and team captains about how the commissioner expects you to behave. You know, I I wondered when I read about the story and I started to think about uh, locker room homophobia and the behavior of other guys and how they use, you know, the fag word and the queer word as an adjective to put somebody else down. I wonder, when that was going on, how Jason experienced that. Mm -hmm. I mean, if he steps up and defends it, Then he's got to defend why he's defending it and probably would be labeled even more. And if you just swallow that, I mean, how painful is that to you psychologically? Because you want to show leadership. You want to demonstrate integrity. And yet you're afraid to confront this kind of of, uh, hatred. I, I think there's a lot of interesting things that could happen to his career, I think, um, you know, he's either going to go into coaching or endorsing products or something of that nature would be a likely path for him. Uh, The coaching path could be interesting depending upon where he would choose to coach. Um, And I think, again, because I would look for someone to be a wonderful leader and a great mentor to young boys on, on, you know, junior high school and high school teams, I think he'd be a marvelous coach. Mm -hmm. Um, Again, you know, wondering about, uh, what level of opposition he might experience based on, on where he would choose geographically, you know, what area he might choose to uh, pursue coaching. I think, um, you know, that potentially there's a wonderful world of endorsements waiting for him. I oh, mean, yes. look, at, look at Martina <laughs> when she came out.
0: <laughs> <laughs> exactly.
1: I mean, everybody's driving Subaru. You know? it's, mm-hmm. uh, I, I think that, um I think because he did it in such a classy, upright, gentlemanly, beautiful way, I think endorsements are going to be coming his way, and I think right. he's going to be more and more successful. I could see him uh, becoming a brilliant public speaker.
0: Mm-hmm. He really um, seemed to do it with a lot of integrity, and like you said, he did have a lot of you know double-edged swords, so to speak, before, and this really you know potentially opens up a lot of great things for him and for the sports community as well. You know the I think that's part of homophobia too, is that we're afraid of the things that we don't that we're not familiar with, and I think that the more public figures that come out, the more of us in our community that come out and it's not always safe to do that, but if you're able to do that, I think that the more people that come out, it just desensitizes the fear that people have of of things that are different, and I think this is a really great step in the right direction that he's done. And it's kind of like he oh. said, I didn't set out to be the first gay athlete in, in the Newsweek in the uh, uh, Sports Illustrated article, but I'm I'm happy to start the conversation as the front that's of the cover, right. and I that's think that's right. really cool. That's great. Right.
1: <laughs> and um, yeah, I think I remember seeing something that, that he either wrote or was quoted as saying, um, I knew I knew after the Boston tragedy that I had to come out and that the circumstances didn't have to be perfect. And what that says to me is what sort of a core does this man have to know yes it's risky it may not be right but I'm doing this now and I'm just I'm just thrilled I really am I really am.
0: Now Ronnie, I know one of the things that a sports psychologist does usually is they they work with um athletes in terms of working on obstacles that could potentially get in the way of their performance. Yes. And What are some of the things that you could see, you know, Jason potentially working on right now after he's he's come out like this?
1: Well, if he continues to play, I mean, obviously, you know, if you kind of project where he might be going forward, if he's back on the court, you just don't know how the audience is going to respond. I mean, there are probably going to be a lot of cheers and a lot of wonderful, um, good things happening. But you can also, I would think, anticipate – somebody in the crowd making negative comments, um, you know, throwing the kind of stuff that we're also used to hearing out at him. And what I would encourage him to do is just maintain his focus. Um, There's certain cognitive techniques, if you will, that, um, you know, one could engage in, you know, all sorts of... And I won't get into the, the techniques. I don't think they're as important. I think it's all about being able to see what he's doing as totally important and totally relevant and totally more beautiful than anything anybody negative can put in his path. Mm-hmm. And he's just got to learn how to just hold that. And when he hears that negative stuff, my my favorite expression for people is, you know, I don't let it rent space in my head. Yes. <laughs> and, and that's what he has to do. And, I mean, he's obviously been doing it for years or he or he wouldn't be able to perform. He right. had to go out there and be who he was, knowing that he carried this huge secret, and he still performed magnificently. Mm -hmm. I mean, could you imagine what it must have been like for him to be in the locker room with all those men in those circumstances, the showering, the changing, you know, the towel-snapping stuff that they all do? Exactly. And he had to be really careful about his behavior. So I I think he's totally capable.
0: I know I I wouldn't be able to control myself by not looking.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I don't know you well enough (laughs) (laughs) But it's a test isn't it (laughs) It is
0: And you know you actually bring up a really important point too I'm really curious to see You know Jason's Mm pre-performance His performance pre-coming out You know And what his performance in the Sport will be like now that he has come out You know Mm -hmm. again for a lot of people Once you come out you feel a lot more free Uninhibited Right I wonder how his performance is going to be moving forward. That'll be a really interesting thing to watch.
1: Well, you know what? I could just imagine him being propelled up another level. If the audience is behind him and cheering him. And I know people will. And like you say, he's free. He doesn't have these obstacles weighing him down. It's not this boulder on his shoulder. You know, God forbid anybody should find out my secret. I could see him just excelling. Mm -hmm. If, uh, if he, you know, pursues it. I'm, I just can't wait to see what he does.
0: Do you think that this act of his will um, potentially motivate other athletes to come out?
1: I am 100% sure that's going to happen, Brian. And I believe the reason I feel so good about that is the reaction that he's had. Um, It's been overwhelmingly positive. I believe there was one other either athlete from the same sport or a teammate or somebody um, on his level who actually did post a negative comment and the reaction to that was so negative that the player himself removed it almost immediately.
0: Mhm.
1: So I think that that kind of a message that yes, it's good. Yes, people care about you. The um the uh you know when when the when the commissioner comes out and tells people how amazingly uh proud he is of the leadership that this guy's showing. I mean, that that's huge. That's
0: definitely. Huge. Well, very oh, good. It's going to be a really oh, interesting going. Sorry. <laughs> Oh, no, no problem. Okay. It's going to be a very interesting journey that he's on moving forward here and I think that it really could be a catalyst for a lot of great things, uh, you know, globally, really.
1: Well, you know, it's interesting in, in my industry, we all know who's gay.
0: <laughs> right. We all
1: know, you know, who on the circuit is is you know, is is closeted. There's very few women golfers who have come out, and it's a shame because, again, there's so many young athletes who are afraid of making that statement because they don't see those role models out there. Um, And I'm just hoping that this this spreads, you know, across many, many, many sports because I know these women and everybody else is going to be that much happier, uh, you know, when they can live that way.
0: Right. You know, it's all about speaking our truth, and I just think that it can definitely be a very empowering um, and, and promoting a, a person's well-being by by doing what he did. So I think it's a really great thing. And Ronnie, I thank you so much for joining on the, us on this call. And where can people find you on the web?
1: Uh, probably the best thing to do is just go to my website at RonnieDenaire.com. dot uh, com. It has and all the contacts. I am
0: sorry. How do you spell that?
1: It's r o n n i e d u n a y e r dot com, and that has all the contact information for me for you know like uh, my Facebook um, and my email address, and I'm always on there, always looking to respond to people. So I love to hear from people, um, and I'd like to hear from people who maybe have a reaction to our conversation, so that uh, you know we can carry it a little bit further.
0: Definitely, I. I... Keeping the dialogue going, I think is very important. The more we talk about it, the easier it's going to get, and the more exposure it, you know, it's going to get to Absolutely. help us out along the way. Absolutely. So thank you again very much. I appreciate it.
1: Brian, thank you. I look forward to it next time. Okay. Thank you. Take good care.
0: So hopefully Jason's act of bravery will help us take one step forward in the right direction of decreased homophobia and increased acceptance of being gay in our society. But how does all of this translate for you in the context of your single life, your relationships, or your sex life? The powerful message here from Jason's story is that speaking our truth of who we are and being able to live your life in an authentic and free way can be very liberating. It removes the shackles of having to keep secrets, of having to hide, and from having to live a double life. As we discussed with Ronnie, this takes tremendous energy and it can be extremely stressful, always feeling like you have to walk on eggshells and wear a mask to conceal your true self. It takes considerable courage to face and push through the fear that keeps us trapped in these confining ways. And we each have to take a personal inventory of whether this behavior serves us, first of all, and then secondly, if the risk of being real is worth the effort and work involved with conquering those fears that hold us back. The answer to this question will be unique for each person, although I can tell you that if you have the opportunity to speak and live your truth, there's nothing like it in the world. If you're single, what are some of the ways that you hold yourself back in your dating life? If you feel confined in the closet like Jason did, some of my favorite coming out books are Coming Out of Shame by Kaufman, K-A-U-F-M-A-N, and Raphael, R-A-P-H-A-E-L, And then also Coming Out, An Act of Love by Eichberg, E-I-C-H-B-E-R-G. And these could be really good resources for you as you contemplate your options. If you're in a relationship, how do you show up with your partner? Do you have open and honest communication? Can you be real with him or her? Or do you impose barriers to emotional intimacy and find it difficult to disclose your true feelings? And then how about your sex life? Are you able to share your sexual needs and desires, or do you feel embarrassed and afraid to ask for what you want? I'm a really big fan of journaling, so if you're up for the challenge, take out a notebook and contemplate and answer these questions. How did Jason Collins' coming out story impact me? What are some of the underlying messages that I can apply to my own life? What does being authentic and free mean to me? What would that look like, feel like, be like? How can I be more real in my life, and how would that manifest itself? What gets in the way of my being able to do that? What are my fears and obstacles that are in my way? If I were to speak my truth and be my true self, what am I most afraid would happen? What's the probability that these fears would happen? What's the worst possible thing that could happen, and is it really all that bad? Our psyche tends to play tricks on us, sometimes believing our fears have absolute merit, so be sure to ask yourself if the fears that you're having are real or imagined. The imagined ones are contrived by your defense system, so you'll want to make sure that you remove these distortions. If they are real, problem-solve some goals and strategies that you can employ that would help you toward embracing your true self. What are your strengths that you can capitalize on to help you through this? and what are the benefits and costs of choosing the path of secrecy versus liberation. It can also help to speak to a therapist to help you through this process, as oftentimes there's a lot of psychological blocks and defense mechanisms that are at play that work hard at undermining your best efforts, and they can help you learn how to overcome these. We are the authors of our lives. No more missed opportunities. These are just a couple of my favorite mantras that apply here may you find the inspiration to speak your truth so that you too can experience the rewards that come with being authentic and at one with yourself and others in your life. I'd like to thank Ronnie Dunayer for being my guest, and I especially thank you for listening in. I'm Dr. Brian Ripsinski at thegaylovecoach.com, and we'll see you next time.